Hello! Welcome to another episode of Smash Loot and Roll. When we last left our trio, they had finally made it to Waterdeep. They received the reward for killing a troll, and had delivered Emerald Hollowgrove's message. They still have to decide what to do with their last barrels of Harborough's special Midsummer Blend whiskey, and maybe, if they have time, search for Viren's missing lover. Please enjoy Episode 5, Something Brewing. All right, next is, <laughs> well, I guess we could try and make our way up to the North Ward. We do have to find some place to stay. I think the Yawning Portal is between here and there. Yeah, it's not too far off. Basically about navigation through the city takes you about 30 minutes, but it's almost a linear, as if you're heading towards the coast, straight line. It doesn't right. take you north or south. It moves you closer to the coast. Okay. Maybe we should make the Yawning Portal our final stop. Because we might be able to get some place to stay there, might be able to get a room or some place nearby, but we should check in with the uh, the magistrate. Sure. So moving to the north ward, you're almost leaving the city entirely, but you can see a collection of city guards standing around and people going back and forth. Uh, you ask around a little bit and go, "Hey, uh, you know, basically where the city office is." And it's not too hard for people to point out, going, "Hey, it's right here. Easy to find." As you guys pull your wagon up and stop there, you see a gentleman. Probably over overdressed for this time of year. The big, long, heavy set cloak with fur lines. He's got a large gold medallion necklace, almost like an like a uh, necklace that would be symbolize a station of office. Uh, comes walking out, and you see a, another gentleman, a bit smaller in statue. He's got about three or four books. He's you know carrying with him, sort of fumbling with, following the guy out. But it's like, man, you just need to sign the. You know, you can hear that conversation going back on and forth. As you guys pull the wagon up. Hey, would you be uh, Magistrate uh, Borlock? What the hell? Is, he goes, what is it to you? Master, and then he looks and goes, Master Dwarf. All right, we were told to meet you, or him. <laughs> Lady Penelope sent us up this way. Oh, for the love of. What did she send you up here to bother me about now? A bunch of farms got murdered. <laughs> of course. Well, farms got ransacked. The people got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> eh, whatever. <laughs> She's like, you know what? It... It is so trying to have to deal with the farm, the farmsteads. He goes, my clerk, Mr. Bellwether, will handle this. I have other things to attend to. Have a good day. And he walks off. And you see that the clerk sort of standing behind him. He continues following along. So the two of them walk off through the thing, walk off through the crowd, uh, across the street, and you see them get in a conveyance, horse, another carriage, and they head on out. Wait, the clerk he told us to deal with went with him? No, not that one. You see those two walk off, and about that time, you're like, you're sort of like, isn't that the clerk? He goes, he goes, Mr. Warlock told me, and you see the guy sort of step out, he goes, be the one you're looking for? Sort of a very timidly type thing. Hello. He, he was goes, a bit of a right ass, wasn't he? He is the magistrate. So anyways, he's like, is there something I can help you with? Well, uh, Lady Penelope told us to come up and talk to the magistrate, tell him about the horrible things going on in the farms to the south. Uh, yes, the magistrate has uh, relegated all the dealings with the farms under my under my purview, so why don't I take the information? I'll make sure the magistrate understands the importance of it, and then we can go from and uh, we can go. From the, I, I I pull out the map, I set it down, I show them. Uh, these these farms are marked to be uh, attacked, <laughs> and these are dead. How would you know that? We went there, and there was horrible things there that we had to kill, and they killed everybody. Scarecrows, skeletons, alive. Mean, he goes, resilient. He goes, oh, once again, they are, it's unfortunate. But as you are, you should be well aware of, they, these farms are 
unfortunately near the Tanglebriar Forest, and that is one of the untamed portions of the areas just out of Waterdeep, and all manner of evilness seems to reside in that forest. He goes, but let me take their names, and you say, you see, uh, he goes, you can read the, he goes, you can read this language, you can read the script, because he looks at it like, I'm not sure what I'm reading. Well, I can't. Well, we got the names off of it. Uh... Well, let's see, there's the... Where's the farm list? Hold on. Here's the Hollow Grove, the Sunbright, the Hapless, the Burkett, the Fullet, the Harbro, and the Rishad farms. Okay. He takes all that information down. He's like, okay, well, I will send a, uh, I'll make sure the magistrate is aware of there's some troubles on these farms. And one other, one other name on this map. Felstrom. I wonder if it makes a, uh, if it means anything to you. Felstrom. And he goes, no, unfortunately, Felstrom does not mean anything to me. Thank you for your time. Uh, there's only one final thing before we, uh, we quick, take our is, leave of you. Is, is I'm sorry, Sagan. Is he lying? Uh, insight check. 11. Roll with advantage since I have, um, since I have proficiency. I'll just, I'll just roll a second one. 11 off the first one. Uh, okay, 16. 16. It's not, that he's, it's not that he's lying. It's just it seems like he's withholding information. Ah. Hmm. One final thing before we, uh, before we take our leave. There's the matter of a bounty uh, for killing a troll, and I pull out the vial of troll fat that we collected yes. from the slain troll. <laughs> He's like, looks like I, like, I have no idea what that is, but I am aware of the bounty, and that would mess, that would make you Adrock, Chip, and Bowden, correct? Correct. It was ah. Yeah, Lady, uh, we received a message from Lady Penelope earlier today. So, with that, with that being said, Lady Penelope has laid witness that the three of you were responsible for de- destroying a menace that, is, that has been classified as a troll, and you need, you need a reward. One of the... We, we could go with money, but I, I was thinking that um, a, a permit to temporarily... A temporary permit to sell uh, libations inside the town, the city of Waterdeep would be an acceptable uh, reward. Well, I'll probably have to give you the money, then you'll have to go to the guilds of brewmasters and distillers wow. to get that license. Because that is not within the, the city has actually turned that over to them to deal with. Interesting thought, though. He goes, ah, so let me come inside for a moment and uh, let me figure out exactly what is owed to you. And you see him go through, take you guys inside, go through the office real quick. He's looking through a, a book. He's like, oh. Watch the wagon, Kyle. and he comes back and you know you guys are sitting there and he goes ah you guys collect yourself a nice bounty you see him walk over to basically a small safe reach in pull out a couple small bags and says uh the going rate for trolls are 100 gold especially when witnessed especially when witnessed by a member of the city he puts two bags of coins on on the desk for you guys to take holy smokes (laughs) thank you for your time yeah like, thank you for your service. We grab the gold and um, take our leave. And that'll be, uh, this time, Chip, you get the you get the high end, so you get the 34, and we'll get the 33. Uh, What's the currency? Gold. So you get 34 gold. Bowden gets 33 gold, and I get 33 gold. Actually, and said, he didn't say gold. He actually said uh, 100 dragons, ah. which are the same thing as a gold coin in uh, Waterdeep. Wonderful. You can uh you 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 do record that on your D and D character, right, Chip? Yeah. Okay. Good. And beyond, right? Yeah. yeah. To infinity. <laughs> Today's smash loot and roll has been brought to you by. <laughs> All right, as you guys head off from the north ward 
pass back around. You guys notice that the the activity seems to be busy, and you guys have finally started to catch like some snippets on the air of people talking about what you guys originally thought was nothing more than just a new group of sailing vessels that had, had showed up into the harbor, which kind of surprised all the way to North Ward. As far as you've traveled away, that they actually be talking about harbor ships. You finally catch a few snippets of you know airships, uh, floating boats, things like that is being talked about left and right as they uh, as you guys are moving through the city. People are talking about something something strange, strange and strange something strange in your neighborhood. Uh, strange ships that are floating above the port in Waterdeep uh, that that appeared this morning. You know, they keep originally as you guys were hearing it, you guys heard the talk and people were uh, talking about it simply as could write it off to just ships in port. But this seems to be much more pronounced as it's almost the whole city's talking about these strange floating ships that are in the ports above the... They keep saying in the port of Waterdeep. Hmm. As you guys are heading to the yawning portal. Well, if, why don't we see if we can catch a glimpse of these things on our way to the portal? Okay. You guys navigate your, guy, you navigate your way down the main thoroughfares, the way of the dragon... And that takes you into the dock area. And as you're passing the way of the dragon, you pass Rain One, Rain Run Street, and it's really hard to miss the yawning portals crowd that's out in front of it with people gathered around, items like that. So you you pass where your destination was originally was, and you guys, the city slopes down to the waterline and everything else. Uh, but as you approach the portal, uh, the area that would be the yawning portal, you notice that they weren't kidding. As you look out over the port, out over the uh, the water that leads to the trackless sea, the ocean you see three large sailing ships, not with masks and everything else like you'd see on the ocean, but you see three large ships floating in the air above what would probably be deemed the water area. You can see griffin riders circling around. Um, there's a whole buzz of activity further down, well into the dock areas, into the, into the actual main port. So it seems like the festival, the Midsummer's Festival and Shield Meet has attracted something more than just the average visitors to Waterdeep. Does the styling on these ships look familiar? Does it is it reminiscent of any particular culture or race or anything? Give me a history check there, Bowden. Okay, okay. That would be fifteen. You've heard stories, even the dwarfs heard stories of old of uh, sailing ships that actually glide through the air instead of on the water. Uh, it's always been talked about that they're on the other side of the trackless sea. Hmm. There's never been tale. I mean, there's been that random tale of an airship has come to visit Faroon and, and visited the Sword Coast or visited even the uh, into the, the Dragon Lake into more like uh, the Port of Cormier. Hmm. But it's far and few between. There's never been a established connection between the ships being very being real, being airships being real, and being a constant thing. It's also one of those things that in history you know at one time. The magics existed to make the ships make ships fly, but through various time in history and lost lore and magic, things have been lost over time. Hmm. At oh, this distance, it's at this distance it's hard to really make out what the ships are. But long, sleek. What you find instead of the sailing ship with a deep with a with a deep draft, as you you'd see it on water, it's it's much more. It's built to be used for water or air, but the design doesn't have the masks on top. Uh, the lead, sh- the lead ship, which uh, the biggest of the three ships that you can see, has these best way to describe them as arms that stick out to the side, and you can see like a, a shimmer that arcs between them uh, above and below, as if it creates some type of you know. Even at the distance you're at, you guys can see like a almost a heat shimmer that goes around the ship. Hmm. Well, all I know is that any sort of ship, be it on the water or in the air. It comes from a story that dwarven parents used to tell their children to make them behave. 
just unnatural. Should be underground, right? Like where he should be. That being said, pretty cool. <laughs> hmm. So, do they seem to have humans on board, or some sort of giant freakish alien creature from beyond? Well, you can. It doesn't look like there's a battle going on with the Griffin Riders at the distance you're at. It seems without a spyglass, you really can't tell because what you can see of the Griffin Riders is like you can tell they're Griffin Riders because the way the the silhouette of the Griffin is flying. But you and you know there's a mount on it, but you're like, yeah, that's way off in the distance. It's like looking to like three or four football fields away. But nobody's in combat mode, right? So yeah, it doesn't. It, there's no. It doesn't seem like the there's a big fight going on. It just seems like. The ships have parked over the water, over the harbor, and there's something going, and there's something transpiring between the Griffin Riders, the town guard, and the ships, things like that. But it doesn't seem to be hostile at this. We'll catch the eye of somebody who's been watching. So what are you making that? Just random just, person. Just some random person. He's like, the guy's at a fruit stand. He's like, it blew my eyes. Like I don't know what to think. I was <laughs> opening my fruit stand this morning, right up this, right like I always do. I looked up, and this huge flying ship just showed up. It had this bright orange ore that circled in the center. That bigger one. You see the big one in the center. And then right behind, not, not a moment or two later, two more just glided in. Okay, so they flew in. They didn't just, like, pop out of somewhere. No, no. They, they well, you know, I don't know. All I know is I looked up and I saw this. It was almost as bright as the sun appearing. Hmm. thought it was a second sun for a second, for a moment. Well, Chip Why? is racking Chip's brain about all of everything he's read about Mariner and Oceanic Studies. You can do history can well. Ch Chip is trying to think, like, what would the power source of these ships be? <laughs> can I roll, is it fuel? Is it man? Is it magic? Can I roll a... History, history or arcana, either one. Uh, my, oh, I'm, both prof I'm proficient in both. Wow. Nice. I will, I'm also proficient in arcana, so I will give you a she, aid to it so you can roll. Um, with advantage. With advantage. Oh my gosh, here we go. Thank you, Adrock. 12 plus 4 plus 4? No, advantage no. means you get to roll. Roll with twice. advantage means you roll twice and take the higher of the two, then you add your bonus. All right, so I've got a 16 total for the first roll. Okay. And an 18, 14 plus 4 for the second roll. Okay, yeah. You're pretty sure it's a magical source of energy that's keeps these things afloat. Uh, from your studies as a monk, flying ships were a thing of the past. The magic was there, but due to the wars and various uh, breakings of the world over time, some of the magics have been lost. So apparently somebody on the other side of the world has discovered, either has rediscovered or has always knew the secrets of magic. And all of a sudden, three ships have chosen to fly into Waterdeep from somewhere uh, about a week before Shield Meet in the Autumn's Fest. Are these ships uh, armored? At this distance, you can't tell if there's armor or armament, but you're pretty sure, knowing what the stories are that you've read about the trackless sea that goes out far to the west, uh, beyond any known where mariners, where few, few mariners fare to actually travel, you know they'd have to have some type of armament to protect them from any and all creatures out there. It'd be foolish to travel unarmed and unarmored any great distance. Much like you guys on your simple trip up to Waterdeep, you, did, you carried some type of defenses with you guys. <laughs> but it was like... We'll just hammer tighter. So do we want to go into the yawning portal? Let's go. You guys pull up to the yawning portal. As you guys approach with the wagon, uh, you see a guy step out. You know, a young a young man. So he goes, take the delivery around back. He's like, don't clog up the street. He well, we're actually was, visitors. Oh, yeah, we'll, take the, we'll, take the, we'll take the whiskey around back. Uh, thank yeah, you. He, he points to the actual alleyway that leads you in, and you lead the horses in. And it, it's a little alleyway behind back, and it's – you know, the rougher section of like, yeah, it's exactly what you expect behind a, a, a tavern. And you're like, okay. 
and uh, you get to you get to a point where the wagon you could probably fit three wagons back here, and you you're taking up one of the wagon spots. And the same young man that was, that you saw opens up a side door and steps out with an older gentleman, green beard, eye patch, and he, and looks at you guys. Wasn't expecting delivery today, but uh, what do you got? I am Adrock. This is Chip and Bowden. Uh, and I, I motion I, and I say, uh, may we speak a little more privately? And I, I, I look at the young assistant and to see if they will, uh, you know, wander off. He's like, Mikkel, go, go watch the front. I, I'll deal with this. Now, uh, he goes, I'm Dorman. He goes, I'm Dorman. He's like, Johnny Portal's mine. And he goes, uh, I don't recognize you as any delivery guys. You guys new? No. And we're not delivery guys. What we have here is uh, the last remaining stash of Harbro's special whiskey and given <laughs> that it is the the last remaining stash of harbor special whiskey we were hoping that you would be able to uh help us celebrate his life uh by taking this delivery give me a persuasion check please oh come on can we not would you like to roll intimidation <laughs> uh i might do better but let me uh Actually, no. They're both charisma-based, so I do I do poorly in either one. Uh, I got a twelve. Celebrate the Harbor Legacy. Are you saying what I think you're saying? It is uh, unfortunate uh, that there will be no more Harbor whiskey. Ah, that's just unfortunate. He is one of the better brewmasters and distillers we have. Even though he resides outside. You know what? Come on in. Let's let's talk inside for a moment. He's like that. Is just ah. Oh. Do you have the story of what happened? Share it with you over a, a, a private table and some food and drink. Yeah, we could do that. He's like, come on in. And you guys step in to the side door. You guys basically step into the kitchen back area, but you guys can hear the music playing, the, the ruckus going on. And you're like, it's like early afternoon right now. Uh, Waterdeep doesn't really have hours on the clock, so to speak. So they have, they count the bells and the bells there's 12 bells throughout the day uh, with six bells being the midday and 12 bells being the, uh, about the time sundown goes, you get about two, you know, you're about eight bells right now for that piece, but also for, you know, your line of thinking you're it's like early, you know, early afternoon. So you don't really have a timeline of hard hours and minutes that go on and you realize this, but neither here nor there, but just something for you guys to keep in the background, but he leads you any to here, have a seat. And it, it takes you at almost what you think is like the uh, chef's table inside the tavern. And it is a big, noisy tavern. And you sort of look around and you notice that it's not just one or two levels. It's four levels that you can look up and see the balconies looking over the area. You also look out from this distance with everybody going on. It's a whole hodgepodge of characters. It's not just humans. There's dwarves. There's elves. There's dragonborns. There's, if there's a race to be found, you probably run into it in here. But he sits you down, brings you over a drink and everything. Brings you guys each an ale. There's also something that you notice that uh, there's a contraption, almost looks like a swing on a uh, in a pulley system. That at first it's like a giant fighting pit that you guys can see, like there's a hole into it. But at the angle you're at, you would expect for where you're at because you're a little bit raised up. You might you should be able to see the pit of a fighting pit floor uh, because you expect to be like six eight feet down. This thing just sort of goes into black blackness and keeps going down into nothingness. A big hole. It might be the portal they spoke of. He goes, <laughs> I go, take it your first time here. It is. And I, I motion to the, <laughs> the blackness. I'm like, he goes, well, there? he goes, if you value your life, 
stay out of there. That is not for the young and inexperienced because that leads to a world of hurt. Ah, hurt. Some call it adventure. Some call it uh, opportunity for great wealth. But he goes, that entrance has uh, swallowed many adventures and brave souls from them to return. And then some have returned. Occasionally we get something that crawls up out of there. We got to throw back down in there or kill. But anyways, let's see here. So tell me, you make an interesting claim that you you hold the last barrels of Har of Harborough special whiskey. I take one of our uh, one of the stones out of my pocket and using my magical tinkering, I put a white noise effect on it uh, to uh, okay. ensure that anybody close by can't hear what we're saying, and I place it uh, between uh, our table and uh, any any where would someone would come around. Okay. Um, and uh, as as I do that, and then. I said, okay, no, I didn't know we could do that. Did you know we could do that? <laughs> I, 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 we, sit, we sit down and uh, we regale the story of uh, coming upon the Harborough farm, you know, seeing uh, the skeletons, investigating, running into them, uh, running into the scarecrow, uh, finding them, you know, finding the map, going to the other farm, uh, finding the troll. And then, you know, basically the, we regale all of that as well as understanding that uh, we have picked up the last of Harbor's whiskey. And uh, normally we would sell this to you, but given that uh, we're not licensed to do so, I, <laughs> I, propose, I propose an alternate arrangement that will be beneficial to you and to us. It goes well. That's a, uh, besides being a sad tale, it's a... Uh... Glad to see the three of you are still uh, alive, because I'm sure you've heard numerous times that Tanglebriar has a tendency to spill forth some creatures of undeath, some creatures that are just wish to do all sorts of kind of harm to us good folks living out here. Harbor always did, you know, it's always amazed me that he lived out there so far in the wild and uh, never really feared anything, but I guess whatever was, I guess it, it just encountered one thing too many and got to him. He goes, but I'd be interested and looks like... From what I saw, you have about 10 barrels, 10 casks left. It's a tidy sum and everything else. And he's like, it's strange that you don't want gold. He's like, yeah, I get it. There's probably somebody watching to uh, make sure you're not doing any legal business without giving them their cut. Aren't they always? Yeah, uh, the arrangement oh. that I, I propose is uh, one of both mutual exchange uh, and and forward assistance. Should and you need it, and legality, we like legality. We don't want to step on any toes. <laughs> well, let's hear your let's hear the arrangement you'd like and uh, see if we can come to an agreement. There are uh, there are a few immediate uh, questions that we would hope you would answer, uh, but in in exchange for this this whiskey, we trade in favors, and it, it would seem that ten barrels of whiskey, or uh, yeah, ten casks of whiskey, of a whiskey that will no longer be uh, made. Uh, and a very special whiskey at that, would seem to allow us to acquire several uh, favors of a time when we might need them from you or information. And in return, you have the whiskey to sell with as you please. We could also use a room. <laughs> <laughs> now the dwarfs speak in my language. It seems like, so you're all in agreement. You'd rather just take a promise of my goodwill and my good nature than any type of actual cash, any type of coinage for uh, this rare treat that it will be highly sought after in a couple days. It's always good to have friends. Your 
your discretion is also preferred. <laughs> he goes, dear friend, I do not think you've actually heard of the portal. Discretion is always here. I think we can come to an arrangement. I have no problem offering you up a room or two for you guys to maintain a, a nice, easy residency here for a short time and then favors for the future. But before I agree to this, it's like, what type of favors do you see? Well, if we knew, uh, we would tell you. But they will be, uh, it, they're not trivial. Uh, they're not trivial favors. They are favors where, shall we need your assistance? Well, you will give it to us. That is not necessarily the case. I will assist you where I can, but I will not break the law. Nor would we ask you to. Um, but before we get to uh, before we get to that part of it, we do have a few questions that hopefully you uh, you can answer for us. Do you know of uh, Eric Melendez, the proprietor of Stitch in Time? <laughs> Quite a few people know of this, of the uh, of that scoundrel. Mm. Scoundrel. Uh, he's a uh, he believes himself a bit of a card sharp, a bit of a gambler. For the most part, not bad, but. Uh, also seems to not know when to quit when he's ahead at times. Hmm. But Was he in for somebody? Oh, is he owing money? Not that I can say. I'm sure there's times he's owed people money, but he's always seemed to be up on the, uh, the, few, the few games that we've hosted here that he's been. He's always uh, either come out even or come out ahead. Hmm. He seems to be a savvy enough player that keeps himself out of trouble. How often does he play? And how where? How often do you have games? Yeah, we don't have a lot of games here. I mean, the games, games here are far and few between. Once, once a couple – once – Maybe once or twice a month. As you can see, and he, he looks around, he's like, it's very hard to hold any type of uh, social gathering other than what goes on here with all, the, with all the people coming to seek who would be willing to brave the dark portal below for fame, riches, or even death. Because there are a couple other places. I've heard him talk about the Skewered Dragon down in the Dock Ward more than, more than my fair share of times when he's been in here. What or who or where is the Skewered Dragon? Skewered Dragon? Another tavern down in the Dock Ward. It's a... Uh, Bit of a rowdy one, rough, rough crowd down there. Sailors, all you know. I don't know if you've dealt much with sailors, but uh, after a long voyage, they can be, uh, they can be a handful. Depending on when the ships come in, if they make their way up here to the portal, it's uh, some we send back to the ships sooner than uh, they want to be, and other ones, uh, I can't say it hasn't happened, but a few of them, been, they've been dropped in the portal just to, uh, as a way to shut them up. Have you seen him recently, uh, Eric? Nah. What did you guys say your name was again? I am Adrock. It's Bowden. That's Chip. Okay. Well, with that being said, I, he's like, that's what was bugging me. I knew I had something for you. He's like, hang on. Hey, Marta! And he hears him yell out. Takes him a couple calls and eventually gets a, gets a waitress's uh, attention. She comes over. She goes, hey, go to my office. Grab that, grab that slip and everything. Uh, it's that brown package has got the blue bow on it. So she goes in, grabs that, comes on back, and hands it to Dorman. And Dorman's like, this would be for... You guys, mm. and you see your guys' you ship boat in Adrock. You see your guys' name on it. Weird. Oh, I didn't tell anybody we were coming here. Did you? <laughs> uh, you guys open it up or sit there and stare at it for a few minutes. Oh, uh, <laughs> I like to ask him who, <laughs> who gave it to you to give to us. He goes, Volo, Volo, th- uh, Volo, oh. Volo Thramp, Kendall. Oh, okay. oh, yes, guys, can we open it? Can we open it? But, right. He looks at you and says, like, it's yours. <laughs> Yeah, we're not we're not worried there's some trickery happening here. Like is this gonna uh, open it up. Smoke bomb us? Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and open it, Chip. I'll just stand a few feet away while you do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it You're the monk, so So Chip, you open it up, you peel it back and all of a sudden the blue paint explodes in the face now. 
<laughs> no, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the Mark Stash of money. Uh, there's a letter in there. So, um, it basically reads, "Hey, glad you all made it to the yawning portal. Sorry I missed you. I've got a few things in town to take care of. Leave a note with Dorden, and we can link up, and I can get you the rest of the reward I owe you." Again, can't say enough thank yous for saving my life. Valo. Nice. So nice. So what's the grand total in there? There is no gold. There's no, it's just still a, promises. <laughs> it's still, it's, once again, still promises from him. <laughs> but it's a so pretty it was, box. <laughs> so it was a box of promise and a letter? Yeah. And a letter saying to uh, leave note with Dorden? As in where we're staying? Correct. Yeah, staying here. <laughs> as you guys share that information, Dorden, making your promises, is he? <laughs> What makes you say that? Oh, he's he's good at making promises. Less good at uh, keeping keeping up promises. And uh, but he goes, I can tell you if you're looking for him, might be able to might be able to point you in the direction. Well, given that there is uh, a lot of new whiskey on your doorstep, uh, <laughs> I feel like you you should be able to point us in the direction. Well, we'll just consider this one of those uh, favors you asked for, and we'll move forward with it. Knowing him, he's at one or two places this evening. He's going to be at the Skewer Dragon. Or at the high flagging gambling house, either one. Uh, from what I hear, he's got his uh, his publishers agreed to go forward with his new book. So I think he feels that he's doing quite well for himself. And we'll probably all piss it away on wine, women, or at least wine and gambling. I don't know how much of the women he gets. <laughs> all right. Well, let's see. So we can either go to the Skewer Dragon and and see if we can get more information about. Uh, we can see if we can find Volo and get more information about Eric Melendez. We can also... Uh... Is your guys' quest log starting to get expansive? <laughs> what was the other place? The high what? A high flagon gambling house. Thank you. Ah, thank you. What ward is that in? Sea ward. Sea ward, thank you. So they're both in the sea ward. Well, the... the, the oh, one's in the dock ward. The dock ward, yeah. yeah. A little different. Skewer Dragon's in the wharf ward, right? So Skewer Dragon is in the dock ward. And what was the name of the place in, in the sea ward? The high something? High flagon gambling house. Skewer Dragon, where we have higher chance of for both Volov and Melendez. Yes, sounds it. Yeah, I would go there first. Uh, the other place to oh, uh, does uh, does Dorton know of young ladies named Judith Kellum and Melody Segwald? He goes, unfortunately, no, it doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, worth a shot. He goes, but if he goes, there's people you're looking for. There's always an, there's always some investigators around. There's a couple of investigators in various wards that can help huh. help you out. They're 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 the they're uh, Har- Harbro's they're uh, the Harbro daughters that had moved into town and married other family members. We wanted to at least let them know of the passing of their family and pass on the uh, any sort of information that we had to them. He was like, "Oh, that's very kind of you. I did not know that uh, some of Harbro's daughters had moved into town and uh, married and moved in. I thought all of his all his kin stayed at the farm. I, I did say that 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 was what we understood, right? Yeah, that, no, you said it correctly. Okay. Yes, apparently so. We unfortunately didn't know the family prior to this horrible event. So, but somebody needs to tell them. That is true. And I'm sorry it has to be you. Is there any other reason we need to bend this man's ear anymore? No. I pick up uh, I pick up the stone and put it back in my, deactivate it and put it back in my pouch. Well, okay. Mr. Gordon, we really appreciate you. Well, it's a pleasure doing business with you. There's some place we can park our... <laughs> Park our horse and cart. <laughs> he says, "Ah, oh, I can have one of the. I can have one of the boys handle it. They'll take it down. They'll take it up up the road a little bit." Very good. Leave the dog. <laughs> dog is welcoming. Also, man, of creatures are welcoming in here as long as they're well behaved. Of course, so. none better than Kyle. 
He's the smart the car. He'll show, he'll show us to our room. We should take the we should take uh, the dog to the room before we decide to go down to the more rowdy parts of town. What do you guys think? Sounds good to me. Good, behind. good luck Next. leaving the dog here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Kyle, Kyle will be fine. <laughs> oh, I meant Chip. <laughs> will Chip be okay without Kyle? Oh, oh. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to ask if we could. Uh, if there's any uh, butcher's bones that I can. He's like, oh, yeah, we always. Small wage for. He's like, happy to give them to you. He's like, ah. give you a couple things. It, it gives you a couple stuff for dogs and everything else. You do get the information that the Skewer Dragon is on Follett Street or Fillet Street. Okay. And the High Flagging Gambling House, actually up off the high road on the corner of Thunderstaff Way. Well, let's make our way to the, which, which one do we think is closer? Definitely the uh, Skewer Dragon. All right. Done and the, done. Thinking back, you actually recall you might have actually seen the high flagging gambling house as you left the North Ward. It's basically across the street from the North Ward. Oh, dang it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> so you guys get to zigzag across the across the world. Yep. So with all with everything said being done, you've got you've come into the water deep. Looks like you've made some friends. Uh met a few people. Bromus is definitely a friend of yours. You've got some information. I will take the time to update quest log for you all so you guys can see all the new quests you guys get added. <laughs> if there's any questions or anything else you guys want to post to me in an email about notes you've tracked down, items like that, or got further questions of stuff that I haven't answered, we can go from there. But thank you all for taking the time to uh, out of your day to play the game, and I hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. So, Adrock, Bowden, and Chip have made a business arrangement with the owner of the Yawning Portal. With sudden good fortune, they may have a lead or two on Eric, Viren's missing love. What answers will the trio find at the Skewer Dragon? Find out in two weeks. And thank you for listening to Episode 5 of Smash, Loot, and Roll.